Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I am welcoming Matt and Aaron Ingold from Metanoia Catholic. They are Catholic life coaches, and to get all the info about their resource they talk about and this one game-changing habit they have for growth in general and especially spiritual growth, you can go to catholiccoaching.com, and you do not have to be Catholic to enjoy their resources. It is very Catholic, but it's also very approachable for anybody who loves Jesus. So I think you're really going to love hearing from them today all about this one life-changing habit that is really going to up your growth, especially your spiritual growth. And the verse of the week, it's a few verses. Um, I really want to get back in the habit of this. I feel like I forgot to do this last week because mom brain, I have a new baby and I'm not perfect. Did you know that? (laughs) No one's perfect. And I tell my daughter that all the time. So, okay. We're bringing it back. So I really want to um, read this passage because it relates to this habit. And Matt in this episode talks about the spiritual tilling of the soil, um, really getting your soil ready and fertile so that God can produce good fruit within you. And so this is part one, this episode today, and part two will come out tomorrow with Matt and Aaron. Um, and I just want to read this passage to you. This is Matthew 13 verses one to nine. And I think you've heard this story before. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down and the whole crowd stood along the shore. And he spoke to them at length in parables saying, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, where it had little soil. It sprang up at once, because the soil was not deep. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil, and produced fruit, a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. So, go ahead to your Bible, if you can this moment, if not later today, and go read Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. Think about how you are tilling the soil, how you're making your soil rich to have God um, work through you and, and grow fruit within you in your home life, outside of the home, wherever you are being called to spread God's word. And let's get into today's episode and learn about this one game changing habit that's going to help us grow. Enjoy friends. Welcome back to the podcast, Matt and Aaron. I'm excited to have you guys back. Love it. Hey, Stephanie. Thanks for having us. It's my first time. Aaron's been here before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, true. Last one. I think you hopped on. I think yeah, you made made a brief appearance, Matt. <laughs> Where are my car keys at? I'm excited. Right. <laughs> I'm excited you guys are back. It's so fun chatting with you all. And whoever doesn't know you, maybe just do a brief intro. Um, I'll just quickly say that Matt and Aaron Ingold, who run Metanoia Catholic, are just these awesome Catholic life coaches. And if you're ever worried about life coaching. We were just talking about this before recording. If you're worried that maybe it'll lead you astray from God, um, they are the life coaches along with Sterling J 
who I love. Um, they're some of the only life coaches I would trust. <laughs> so yeah, that's just saying a lot about them and how awesome they are. And we're going to talk about one, this one game changing habit for personal growth. So before we get into the habit, just a quick introduction about who you guys are and then why you're so passionate about life coaching, especially like keeping it God centered. And yeah. then let us know what this habit is. Well, first of all, thank you for that. That was like so kind. Yeah, very kind. That we would, we and Sterling, who we know actually really well too, um, would be the ones that you come to for coaching, which is like so incredible. But um, yeah, okay. So why we love coaching and, and why why we ultimately made it Catholic. <laughs> it's, yeah. It was really yes. our our own journey. Um, not to go too far into it, but we went through secular life coaching programs and was on the search of the hunt to find a Christian or Catholic one and, um, really couldn't find one, not to say that there weren't any out there, but couldn't find one it, to the capacity that we had received, even from the secular school. I don't know if that makes sense. Like the practical side of the stuff that we received from the secular well, life coaching programs. We, we found, we found Catholic therapy and yes. we found spiritual direction, that's right. but those are two Can different things. And I think that's an important distinction to make. And we, at catholiccoaching.com, we actually draw it. We, in our FAQs, it's a common question that we get. And so we address that there. But for us, we were really looking for the mindset coaching that we had received in these secular schools. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to, to really have it integrated with our Catholic faith. And we hadn't really seen a whole lot. And so finally, we just started to think, well, well you know, we've been in ministry for years, been working with young adults and even with, with uh, adults in faith formation, marriage preparation, uh, youth ministry. Tons of uh, human formation. Men's ministry, yeah. like a lot of different human formation uh, opportunities. That was there as a Marine. I, I was leading Marines and and um, we just really saw, experienced a lot of the benefits of just the practicality that we found in secular life coaching. Yes. And so we're like, okay, how do we marry these two? And so we really went on a hunt, not finding anything. We said, okay, maybe we're supposed to create this ourselves. And we started out by thinking, okay, how do we pull all the great things from the secular life coaching world and baptizing and make it Catholic? Well, the more research we did into the lives of the saints, particularly the spiritual doctor, the, the mystical doctors of our church, the St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Ignatius and St. Augustine and St. Teresa Lazou and Teresa of Avila and sacred scripture, we yeah. just saw this stuff all over the place. And we realized, wait a second, like, we didn't, we don't have to baptize this. We already have it. We just need to dust it <laughs> off and present it in, in a contemporary way and maybe even update it a little bit with some of the great things that we're learning from, mm. from what it means to be human from St. John Paul II and his theology of the body and what we're learning. We've learned from being students at Theology of the Body Institute for, for uh, a number of years and, and what Greg Bataro and a lot of these great Catholic psychologists are coming up with at our and Divine Mercy University with their understanding of an authentic Catholic anthropology, uh, understanding the human person from a psychological perspective as well. All of that stuff coming together, like we, that's what's really, that's what you find at Metanoia Catholic. Uh, CatholicCoaching.com is a little easier yeah. to remember. Yeah, and I will say too, just from the way that I think about things, I studied theology and theology can remain very abstract and um kind of like hyper spiritual well yeah and it just kind of like it floats around up in the sky and i just like making things tangible and making things 
practical. And so that's, that was a big piece that we drew from like the secular life coaching industry and how to make some of these truths and um, really just like, how do you apply them to your life? Yeah. And when we say right now. <laughs> yeah, apply them in practical, what we mean are what are some daily exercises that you can do mm -hmm. to build up the habit of mind so that you're, it really is a transformative impact on your life over time. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's so good. And then let's just back up for a second. If someone doesn't know like what life coaching is. I mean, that's a big topic, but if you had to say like, what is the purpose of life coaching? And I love that you come at it from a Catholic perspective. And I feel like, like you said, it's all in the scripture. I mean, just look in, you know, renew your mind, right? That's like one of your taglines. And so it's in scripture. We're meant to care about what we're thinking about, what we're putting in our mind, because what we're thinking about affects our whole life. And so what does life coaching do just in a really brief statement? And then let's get into this life-changing habit because I feel like I am the same way where I love theology. I love learning about spirituality, but also I like the practicality yes. of life coaching and mindset coaching specifically. Yeah. Um, so how do I tell people about life coaching? Okay. It from a Catholic lens, cause that's how we really talk about everything. It's, it's human formation, simply put. It's like, mm -hmm. it's something actually that we are lacking in our church these days. Um, really intentional human formation. We're creating a disposition to receive God's grace even more. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at seminaries, they have human formation classes. Besides Theology of the Body Institute, I can't even think of any other place that really teaches this. Yeah, Divine Mercy University, I think, yep. is really starting to get into it yep. as well. And they've got more programs that I think are, are working on it. Uh, we, we mentioned Dr. Greg Bataro, a Catholic Psych Institute, and uh, he's got the uh, Being Human podcast, which I think is a great resource as well. He's really mm -hmm. approaching it from uh, a, a psychological background that he's got. Um, but yeah, when we, when we talk about human formation, we mean growing in virtue. Yeah. Like that's one of the big things. And it's, and you're even seeing this starting to pop up more in the secular coaching or the secular psychology world world with the rise of positive psychology. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really where you're, you're looking at the psychological health of somebody that is not mentally ill, right? They're on the positive end. Well They're above baseline when it comes to the spectrum, the continuum of mental health, which is really where we operate as coaches. We don't deal with people that are mentally ill. We deal with people that are at baseline or above, we yeah. say, and we help them move towards thriving. Well, the secular life coaching world will say, um, like, you decide what thriving is for you. You decide what your good is for you, your greatest good, your greatest goal, your, your deepest desire. You get to decide that. There's a whole lot of self-referencing, which is really that I'm painting with some very broad strokes here, but that is one of the main distinctions we have at Metanoia Catholic is that we're not the ones that are the authors of the greatest good. We're not the authors of even our own desire. Rather, it's something that we receive. And Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life is the one who reveals the way, the yes. path to moving towards that greatest good. We call that greatest good beatitude mm -hmm. in the Catholic world, supreme happiness, the beatific vision of seeing God face to face. And this is something, a journey that we cannot make without God's grace right? Which is a huge part and huge distinction 
Um, you have, as soon as you leave God out of the equation of your goals and where to your, your life's pursuits, you will automatically self-reference and you are ill. We are ill-equipped to be able to decide and determine what our greatest good is. Yeah. And everybody wants happiness. I mean, yeah. without the desire for happiness, there would be no need for life coaching. Yeah. We got to go to the author. Eternal life coach. <laughs> and, and that was not a brief answer. So <laughs> no, that was perfect. I really, I really loved that. And I think it leads in perfectly to the resource that you all created, seeing this gap, seeing this need and knowing that this habit is hugely transformational in, you know, growing in virtue in, you know, just becoming that better version of yourself, looking more like Jesus each day. So mm -hmm. I thought that was a great transition. So now take it away. Let us know this one life-changing habit. <laughs> um, it is, oh, drum roll, please, drum can roll, you please. do it? Brrr. Yes, journaling. <laughs> and I know some of you might be hearing journaling being like, okay, I've heard this before, uh, been there, done that, it's boring. Or like some people are just like, I love journaling. We find people on different ends of the spectrum. The journal that yep. we created that you use, Stephanie, um, is 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 a different breed yeah, of journal. Very different. I've journaled my whole life, and there's nothing like it. That's mm. why I had to have you guys come talk about it, because there's nothing like it. It's so different. Yeah, I'm really excited for people to learn about this. Yeah, and so maybe we start with just like, how is it, how is it different for right? you? Yeah, Stephanie, how is it different for you? So somebody that that yeah. has actually oh, yeah, that's good. has <laughs> done both just freehand journaling, which is kind of like, hey, I like it. Fill it, dear diary. And then uh, you know what we what we offer with Metanoia Catholic Daily Seven Journal. Yeah, it's really different. So first of all, you're rooted in Christ. I mean, that's what we as Christians, we all want to be rooted in Christ. And that's what your journal does. So it's not just like, what am I thinking today? What am I feeling? Although you do talk about that in your journal, you know, you're writing about it, you're thinking about your thinking. Um, but it's very guided. And I like that there's seven sections. It's so nice for someone like me who's very organized and maybe it'd be nice for someone who's maybe not as organized to organize their thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really, it starts with, you know, asking God to be there, invoking the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's what it says at the beginning. I have my journal right here in front of me. We begin by invoking the Holy Spirit. So mm -hmm. we're not doing this alone. Like you all were talking about, we're using the grace of God. Like he's giving us this free gift of grace. And so we're opening ourselves up to it. And um, we're thanking God. So not just a gratitude of like, I'm grateful for this and thank you universe. No, mm -hmm. Lord, I am grateful for. So it's always directed toward God. And even talking about our goals here, Lord, <laughs> I am happy and grateful that I'm doing this. And, and it's really this focus on what does God want me to do? What is he doing for me? And what is he calling me to next? So that's mm -hmm. the biggest part I think of of your journal is, you know, you're reflecting on what you're doing well, what you're grateful for, God's working in your life. What are you kind of searching for, aiming for a goal, multiple goals? And what are the kind of virtues you need to cultivate? Either, you know, grow in that virtue, you're working on it, or maybe, you know, God has gifted you with patience lately. And it's just like a moment to pause and really think about these things and go deeper instead of just 
kind of beyond the surface. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can really get deep with, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this way? And then my favorite part of your journal is, Lord, what's your interpretation? So opening it up to God, because like you said, he's the ultimate life coach and he wants to speak with us. And it's such a good opportunity to just open our hearts to him and say, hey, God, I'm here. I'm listening. What do you have for me today? And sometimes it's like he's talking right to me. Other times he inspires me with the Bible verse. Other times it's not as much. And I just kind of sit there and I I have a few thoughts, but it's not as deep or profound. It's all different things. But I always end my journal time feeling good, feeling like, okay, I did something meaningful just now. I just made a really good use of my time doing this journaling. And I always feel like I discover something. It may be really small. It may be medium or huge, some huge insight. It's not always a huge insight. So I feel like if people journal and feel like, wait, I'm not getting, you know, some huge earth shattering thought or feeling or, you know, I don't feel like God's talking to me. That doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It's Mm -hmm. just God will give you what you need in that moment. So some days you need something earth shattering and other days it's a little more subtle. And some days I'm just so glad that I reflect on what I'm grateful for because I realize I have more than 10 things to write. And how cool is that? So there's just so much good I can say about your journal. Uh, But what would you all say about it? Like, how has it, you know, impacted your lives? I know we don't have a ton of time because we're trying to keep it short and sweet for the moms, but I just want to hear really quickly, how has it transformed you all and, and the clients you work with, you know, the people you coach? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's, Uh, the more and more I dive into the teachings of the church and even about around our mindset, around our intellect, around this gift of our intellect, it's like the very fact that we can reflect on our own thinking is such, it's actually the catechism says it's the spiritual power of our soul. Like our, our, our meaning, our ability to think about our thinking. And Mm so I like to call it, it's a Catholic mindset journal. Now that it's not exclusive. Like we, we have tons of Protestant brothers and sisters who go through this journal as well. It's Even not, in our, yeah, we've got our Metanoia Catholic Academy yep. that mm-hmm. that's our membership that really helps people to go deeper into the journal as well. Yes. Um, yeah. But there's just so many ways you can do it. I like dancing around and doing it. Like I used to always do it right in order, but now I do it in a different order. And so we kind of teach people how to do that in the Academy, how to, how to dive in. Cause you were saying Stephanie, um, that, you know, sometimes you only get one, one of the exercises done. So it's, mm-hmm. um, so to teach people, there's different ways of doing it. I like the fluidity with that and the adaptability with it, but it has changed our lives. And we don't lie when we say we do it. We actually are products of this product that, I think was really created by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, friend. I'm so grateful for you. Let's connect on my email list. Go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail and we can be email besties. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Have a joy filled day. Bye for now. Bye for now.